0: what's up everybody it's uh, wes andy and hank welcome to uh part two of our road to ahsoka review series as we cover all of the episodes in the essential ahsoka Tano playlist on disney plus tonight we're going to take a look at uh the next two episodes uh and that is what did i put them here uh season three episode 22 wookie hunt and season five episode 17
1: sabotage
0: yeah it's gonna be a little bit different tonight um i'm gonna kick off with the first episode uh and then i'm gonna hand things over to andy but before we do anything i think it's time once again we unlock the cage and have another one of those bad star wars jokes i got one this week's bad star wars joke comes to us from uh andy well, it comes from the far corners of the internet. Uh, you know. Nice. Uh,
1: what is R2D2 short for?
0: Uh, ro- ro- robot, second generation. A stormtrooper. Od- <laughs>
1: because he has little legs.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes.
0: Well done. <laughs> well done. Awesome. guys last week we covered uh the first two episodes in that playlist and my apologies Jeez. sorry you're right the last three episodes and i just want to apologize because if i had done just this much more research i would have realized that uh the second and third episodes in that playlist actually go together and we would have covered them together so
1: that's okay
0: if you're just joining us for the first time on this review series i'm we're sorry things again <laughs> yeah, spli- uh, we split it all up in the wrong way, but. We'll make do with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope you guys are invested in the character as much as we are. There's a lot to talk about. And uh, if you brought your questions and comments and all your thoughts about Ahsoka Tano, please drop them in the live chat as we will uh, be checking your comments throughout the show and taking your questions and comments as we go. Yes, we will. On that note, shall we get started?
1: And welcome back, safe from the fires.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Hank, we miss you uh, because,
2: uh, well, you were almost on fire. Well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the province was, apparently. It's, uh, I think it's a lot better now. I I, I stopped doom scrolling and looking at all the, the updates. Okay. Uh, our, our phones are still going off regularly. And now yeah. it's weird, like, because now they're using the negative uh, emergency alert. Pay attention to me to right, tell right. us positive information. Oh, wow. So, oh, I mean, the, the, the infrastructure is there to reach the most number of people,
0: even though it may incite a panic at the same time.
2: Yeah. 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 It's weird. And it goes <laughs> off when it gets near your Wi-Fi if it knows where you live. It's weird. It's it's like keeps it keeps going off in the elevator. On, yeah. 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 Anyway, things are looking up. It's been raining for two days. Uh, it, I mean, it could rain harder for sure, but. Right, uh, rained right. pretty good yesterday, and it's kind of off and on today. So, and meant good. to rain like until Tuesday. So, I think that's uh, for better or worse. That should be the end of it. But like I say, cool. I've been kind of obsessing about the the details. A lot of people lost their homes. A lot of people lost their pets. No one lost their life. Yeah. So, if there's anything yeah. good about it, I guess that's that.
0: Uh, yeah. Silver lining, as uh, as tough as it is to say that there is one, I guess that is the one thing: is that uh, no loss of human life. All right, you ready to move on, guys?
1: I think so. All right,
0: let's hit it. So, uh, um, let me just switch things up here as I switch over to our presentation view. And uh, whoop, there we go. Well, in our last episode, everybody, we talked about Ahsoka's development through the valuable lessons forced on her through the reality of war. Now, stranded without her master and hunted for sport by a Tra- uh, Trandoshan hunting party. Ahsoka finds herself in a leadership position unlike anything she's ever faced before when she encounters a group of Jedi younglings that have lost all hope. But as we saw back in Storm Over Ryloth, Ahsoka isn't an untested leader anymore, as she has overcome some of her own fears and loss, uh, fears of loss. Now, armed with her own compassion and empathy, Ahsoka is set to lead the younglings back to freedom. All right. Oh, what did I do that for? I didn't mean to do that. Ah, sorry. Uh, This is uh, season three, episode 22. This is a Wookiee hunt. It is the 66th chronological episode in the entire series. It originally aired on uh, April 1st, 2011, and it was the season finale of season three.
2: Mm. And let's not forget that in those 66, 65 other episodes, right. uh, Besides the three that we covered they're they're all pretty heavily Ahsoka. Yeah. 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 Like, like she, you know, she's, she's a main character and there's an argument that I'll make as we get on in this uh, review series. And when we get to the, finale of the clone wars episode yeah. season seven i will argue that she's the main character of clone wars
0: yeah last week we actually talked about uh, especially the early episodes like was ahsoka meant to be the the viewpoint of the audience
1: yeah and like there, there's younger viewers yeah entry there, point
0: there's, there's absolutely that argument to be made that for a younger viewer absolutely I don't know, as us forty and fifty somethings, if well, if for that's us, the Luke case. Skywalker yeah. was our entry point. That's right? true. Mm-hmm. That is also true. But yeah, I totally I buy into the to the notion that Ahsoka uh, at some point does become the focal point, in the same way that The Simpsons started with Bart Simpson and came around to Homer. It might as yeah. well have been called the Homer Show for that's a right. number of years before they finally kind of got off that egg for a bit. Mm. All right. The uh, episode description for this one reads, uh, As Ahsoka and her youngling allies struggle to evade the Trandoshan hunters, their efforts receive an unexpected boost when a new captive, Chewbacca the Wookiee, arrives. Chewie scrounges parts from a wrecked Trandoshan slave ship, assembling a communicator to send out a distress signal. Help arrives in the towering, shaggy form of Wookiee warriors led by General Tarful. Freed from captivity, Ahsoka returns to the Jedi Temple and is reunited with Anakin Skywalker. So, um, we pick up exactly where we left off uh, in episode 65. Now, Ahsoka is uh, alone and on the run. Having just slain the uh, son of yeah, the hunting uh, party. Uh, Dar? I believe so. Dar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, alone and on the run, but for the time being, at least she manages to stay just one step ahead of her Trandoshan pursuer, leaping and bounding through the vines and trees. She begins to tire and is forced to slow down. With the hunter literally on top of her, Ahsoka clings to the underside of a large tree branch, hoping to evade him. Predator, much, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> got that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. When Dar's father arrives on his hover pod, he angrily tells the other hunter that he plans to nail Ahsoka's hide to his wall for killing his son. Then, turning the pod away, it drifts down, placing Ahsoka well into his eyeline. But Ahsoka manages to scramble out of sight before the Trandoshan turns around. and Instead, they fly off in search of their elusive prey. Good on her for uh, mm-hmm. being so nimble.
2: She goes, well, like, this is the first of, like, I mean, not even the first, but she goes through a batch of of these sort of uh, away missions, if you will, for lack of a better yeah. term, where she's separated from Anakin. She's sort of doing her own thing. And all of them are equivalent to the Jedi trials. Mm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it, for, from that sort of, from a, an experience perspective, she's like a Jedi knight yeah. at, like, 15 years old. Yeah, I mean, she's Um, already
0: recognized as a commander by this point. Like, she's well-established that way. Even
2: when the Jedi do go through the the predetermined trials, there's no threat of loss of life or limb. No, no. And, I mean, you know, I I guess it's probably indicative. Some of the other Padawans we follow, like Barris proves to be fairly handy with a lightsaber, which is... And, uh, you know, Caleb is sort of too young to have seen much combat. But... uh, I, w- I would argue that these these the, the Padawans of this era were knights in everything but name. Having not watched these episodes in
0: a long time, I came to the conclusion that this these two episodes, these two uh, the the Trand Ocean episodes, the stakes feel absolutely at their highest. I mean, it's not lost on me that they're fighting a war, so anybody could be snuffed out of existence in the in the time it takes to pull a trigger on a blaster. But I've never really. F- I don't remember feeling like anybody was ever in any real danger, but the mm. amount of like killing that happens in these two episodes, yeah, yeah I yeah. actually felt like okay, that th- it's real, like somebody could and did die multiple died, yeah, yeah. on yeah, both yeah. sides. <laughs> Youngling <laughs> yeah, in the first episode, right? Yeah, or in yeah, the first yeah, part, um, when we lost uh Khalifa, yeah, yeah. well, um. That night, uh, Ahsoka return, uh, returns to the youngling's treetop camp and breaks the news that uh, Khalifa is dead. Wallowing in his own despair, Omer says it's only a matter of time before they're all going to die. But a steely resolved Ahsoka says that if that's the case, then they should go out with a fight. Now, Jinx calls the idea suicide. but Ahsoka points out that uh, new prisoners are brought in every few days and they should attack... The next dropship head on because the Trandoshans would never expect it. As the uh, dropship rolls in uh, out of the fog, uh, Ahsoka, Omer, and Jinx run down the beach and they force Leap onto the dropship. Ahsoka landing on the canopy is enough to spur one of the Trandoshans to climb onto the hull and try to uh, shoot her. Excuse me. Uh, but the lizard man is blissfully unaware that both Omer and Jinx are behind him. They both attack the hunter while Ahsoka boards the ship and moves to subdue the pilot. The boys struggle with the much larger and more powerful Trandoshan, and even their combined efforts are not enough to take him down. just goes to further show how, I don't want to say disconnected, but like,
1: you know, rusty with the Force.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, they've given up hope. They're not fully back into it.
0: Let's we take a couple a, comments. Let's, I was going to say, let's take a second here to uh, just check in with the chat. Uh, TJC joining us from the UK tonight. Good hello Ooh. sir. Good evening. I hope everything's going well. And uh, Doug's here. Doug's got a great comment. He says that the Clone Wars, uh, Clone Wars of the show about effects of Clone Wars, both before and after. Ahsoka is the epitome of the effects as she grew from a brat that we could barely stand into one of the Jedi of the Gray. That's an interesting thought too. I've been going like, I go back and forth on this one thing about like this whole gray Jedi thing. And and early on there's a part of me that's like, no, no, there's no such thing as a gray Jedi. You're a Jedi or you're not a Jedi. You're a Jedi or you're not, you're another type of force user. But then I thought about it in terms of like, well, Jedi is not just a, a space wizard that's wielding powers. It's also a religion. Mm-hmm. And you look at real world religions, and we've we've kind of touched like very lightly on this before. But if a religion doesn't evolve, it ceases to exist. And so the idea of gray Jedi to me doesn't seem as foreign anymore.
1: No, the know? middle
0: ground, the evolution of the order, and I think that's something. While it maybe doesn't really pop up a whole lot in uh, Clone Wars, we mm. do touch on that in Rebels. And I think the the sequel trilogy tried to set up some of that—that we with that we were going to go to this place where the order was going to evolve Mm -hmm. into this sort of middle neutral ground. And certainly, by the time we see Ahsoka the Gray, I think that's sort of a little uh, on the nose. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, There is no like canonization of Gray Jedi, right? To you know, Dave Filoni did say canon isn't everything so you could see that you could see that sort of uh mentality in a lot of legends jedi a lot of like uh yeah um uh revan certainly a jedi that has fallen and come back to the light and then be able to wield both sets of abilities um you could argue you qui-gon was sort of sitting in that wheelhouse dooku certainly uh, tempted by the dark side after dabbling in it uh, to a, you know, uh, and uh, I guess you could argue Mace Windu too, because reportedly he can stem the anger part, but still wield some of the abilities. There's an interesting
0: contrast there between those two characters because their they're, they're dabbling in the dark side comes from two different places. Dooku yeah, from his political idealism and and Mace from his uh, his his outlook on the force,
2: his connection right. to the force—it's
0: right. a different motivation for those characters. Right. I think that's interesting.
2: The idea that a gray a gray Jedi could be on a sort of a sliding scale or on a pendulum yeah. swings—yeah, yeah—probably yeah. less to the, the the dark side, but sort of midway to to the light. Um, it's 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 entirely possible, and I think that when we get to the Ahsoka show, based on the trailers, when we see yeah. Uh, these two new uh, Jedi that are clearly wielding something in between. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: not, it's not red, it's orange, but is that just a variation? Is it, is it drawing on those old uh, art concepts that we saw before a new hope? You know, the Filoni had said it, it may be something familiar, but yet in a different way that we've never seen before.
2: And I'm certainly be interested if they're going to, you know, get into that that area of the force
0: yeah i'm very interested in that uh on that note uh tjc says using ahsoka shows the transition from the clone wars jedi to luke's jedi academy uh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and i think again going back to uh you know i mean sequel uh sequel apologist sequel hater somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. there was at some point some there was an avenue there. And I do think that as we go forward, whether or not you're for or against this Ray film that's coming, I think Ray's Jedi order. I think we will see that, uh, that transition to something that's a little more balanced, not light, not dark, but somewhere in the Bendu. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, I may. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow up comment. Uh, TJC says to me, the tales of the Jedi story of Dooku and Windu Uh, Showed a selfishness uh, to Windu as he then ascended to the council after sticking to the dogmatic ways of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean that's not really, and you can't say that's his fault. I mean that's just the 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 dogmatism of the order itself that that's what you would
2: do. You would follow the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and this is and this is part of, and we'll see it in the next episode that we're examining more. But this is right. It, this is why the Jedi fall apart. Their hubris, their arrogance, and yeah, yeah. and their willingness to, uh, you know, blame uh, or use use their idio you know their their fallacies as strengths, like to to, sure, to sure. reinforce that hubris, to reinforce that that negativity with uh, the rule of law, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own uh, sense, uh, their own morality code, right? Yeah. And Yoda says it best, and I think he says it in a novel, actually, is that that it was the Jedi's hubris that cost them the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, inside the ship, Ahsoka stalks
0: the pilot, who's still in his seat. But the pilot, having expected a sneak attack, spins around to face Ahsoka with this shotgun blaster, uh, and it's leveled directly at Ahsoka, and he lets off several blasts. Ahsoka deftly evades them before pouncing on the pilot, but in the fray, the ship's controls sustain some damage and uh, begins to roll, uh, which causes Omer and Jinx, along with the Trandoshan hunter, still up on the hull to fall. Somehow, they all manage to grab a hold of the hull before falling right off the ship. And as the hunter tries to ca- uh, climb back up, he makes a grab for Omer's legs and tries to pull him off the ship. Back in the cockpit, the pilot continues to fire his shotgun wildly but Ahsoka uses the force to push the gun's barrels away from her until she finally force-pushes the Trandoshan through the cockpit canopy, rendering him unconscious. With the ship's control surfaces having been riddled with blaster fire, the ship begins to spin uncontrollably as the last uh, uh, prison cell pod breaks off and it falls into the shallow water below. Now, As more explosions erupt across the ship, the Trandoshan loses his grip on the hull, but not before he grabs Omer's leg. But then Jinx leaps down to help his friend, and with a few well-placed kicks in the face, the Trandoshan loses his grip entirely and falls several meters to the island below. Struggling with the ship's controls, Ahsoka hits the release to all the prison cells before she and the boys leap off the ship, just in time before it spirals into the island in a wrecked heap. Uh, And then the reality sets in that uh, their best chance for escape has just crashed into the beach and uh, the three Jedi are suddenly alerted by the sound of a howling Wookiee. Ahsoka presumes it's a survivor from the crash and they go to investigate. And then all of them are surprised to see the hulking form of Chewbacca stand up from the wreckage seemingly unharmed.
2: (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: gotta
1: say though, Chewie gets captured a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> over, the get,
1: of his, uh, over the course of his gets, entire career. He's captured here by Trandoshans. Yeah. And in another 15 years he'll get captured by the Empire and fired into the pit. And mm-hmm. then come, uh, what is it? Uh, Empire. Empire, he'll get captured again. Yeah. And, and then, then turned then, over to Jabba. Yep. <laughs> and then in the sequel trilogy, again, gotcha captured by the First and, Order. And they
0: think he blew up. <laughs> right. Come on, get on with it, Chewie. Uh, good point, by the way. <laughs> Where are we here now? Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, Seemingly unharmed. All right. The following day, the Trandoshans recover their dead from the crash ship, and it's revealed that Chewbacca was the only prisoner on board. They presume it was the younglings that were responsible for the crash. Garnak, the Trandoshan leader and Dar's father, uh, calls them bold, noting that not only are the kids now organized, but they also have a Wookiee in their company. (laughs) Which doesn't bode well if you're a uh, transocean, Or maybe it does if there's enough of you. Mm. Now back at the treetop camp, the kids learn that no one knows that Chewbacca had been taken. Uh, but his homeworld, Kashyyyk, is close. Jinx isn't as optimistic about the situation, seeing as they don't have any communication equipment. But Chewbacca thinks he can build a transmitter from the wreckage on the beach and use it to call for help. Later, the Jedi, along with Chewbacca, sneak up on the crash site. Uh, Ahsoka instructs Omer and Jinx to keep a lookout while she and Chewie enter the wreck in search for parts. Almost immediately, one of the Trandoshan hover pods sweeps over the area with a searchlight, looking for the younglings and the escaped Wookie. Hovering low, the pod drops off one of the hunters. Excuse me, who takes up a sniper position on the edge of the woodline, looking out at the shipwreck. The hunter is unaware that Omer and Jenks are just a couple of meters below him. Meanwhile, inside the shipwreck, Chewie and Ahsoka continue searching the wreckage for parts so the Wookiee can jerry rig a transmitter and call for help. And they are unaware—sorry—and uh, they are unaware that the Trandoshan sniper is covering the crash site in anticipation of such activity. Looking down his sniper scope, the hunter spots Chewie inside the ship. But with the wreckage in the way, he doesn't have a clean shot, and so he waits and watches as they move around inside. After collecting the last few parts uh, that Chewie needs to assemble a transmitter, he and Ahsoka decide it's time to leave. They have no idea that they are literally just a few feet from getting bullseyed by the Trandoshan hunter. Hunkering down under the ship's hull, Ahsoka says the way is clear, and she beckons for Chewie to follow her across the open beach. Now, with a clear line of sight, the hunter takes aim at Ahsoka, but Jinx, who has silently snuck up on the hunter, kicks the rival barrel, causing the shot to miss. But it's close enough to force Ahsoka and Chewie into cover, and they watch as Jinx and Omer struggle with the Trandoshan sniper. In the fray, all three of them fall several feet... Uh, from the sniper's position, landing hard on their backs. The fall dazes them all. But it's the Trandoshan that gets back to his feet first. And despite their best efforts, the boys simply cannot overpower him, and they are both tossed aside handily. Do we
1: think that uh, Ahsoka is leaning too hard into the hope at this point? Because last episode, when the Trandoshan was sneaking up, yeah, she she felt the
0: uneasiness. She did,
1: didn't she? And this time, like, you know, he's there again in the same position.
0: Yeah. But she's yeah, like, you know, yeah. we got a Wookiee, we got some parts, we got a plan. I mean, she had that that moment where um, she actually sensed the hunter that captured her. Yeah. And now it's And then just, then just like, wrote it off. No, no, it's probably just an animal. Yeah, I don't know. Putting his foot on Jinx's uh, chest, the hunter pulls a knife and says, I'll gut you. While the twilight boy uh, watches helpless. Uh, but before uh, he can <laughs> before he can strike a giant furry paw grabs him by the wrist and forces the knife from his hand. It's Chewbacca. And with a couple of well-placed blows, he drops the Transocean hunter to his knees and wraps both hands around his neck. It's very Lando Calrissian like mm-hmm. in this moment.
1: I was half expecting him to just rip the arms right off.
0: I was waiting for an well, arm based on uh, the, rip kill in as well. the last yeah.
1: one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rip those arms off Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but the Jedi recognizing the value of the Trandoshan stop the Wookiee from killing him. And instead uh, they take the Hunter as a prisoner. Well, back at the treetop camp, the uh, Trandoshan is secured with some thick vines. Meanwhile, Chewbacca has managed to cobble together what looks like a small transmitter dish and he tries to send a signal. But the device overloads almost immediately, and the dish falls lifeless. With the transmitter proving to be unreliable, Jinx poses they use the prisoner to their advantage, and Omer agrees with him. But Ahsoka asks, if we do it your way, what's the plan? Jinx proposes they use the Trandoshan as bait to get one of the hover pods to fly low enough so they can hijack it and use it to board the Trandoshan Citadel ship, and forcibly take that omer tells ahsoka that it was her that got them to believe in themselves again and he believes that Jinx's plan will work now, jinx finishes by telling ahsoka uh, ahsoka oh i hate it when i make a spelling mistake because it totally throws off my rhythm let me just read that again jinx finishes by telling ahsoka
1: Do what she wants. Ah,
0: do what she wants. But in the morning, he and Omer are leaving with the prisoner. Confiding in Chewie, she tells him that the boy's hearts are in the right place. She can't let them do it alone. And they're going to need him, too. The next day, Chewie and the Jedi take the Trandoshan to the shipwreck. Jinx tries to use a mind trick on him, so he'll call the other Trandoshans. But initially, the mind trick doesn't actually work. Now, is that a case of he's just not powerful enough or are Trandoshans naturally resistant in the same way that Watto and Watto species are?
1: I, I chalk it up to like the inactivity of their force use.
0: Yeah, that they've been here for
1: yeah
2: several cycles. It gives a little wookie smack on the top of the head there too. Uh, yeah. Whatever you did, Hank, you uh, work, are no longer garbled. You,
0: you're no longer garbled.
2: The secret was doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Chewbacca gives him a smack. And I was being quiet there, but the Chewbacca gives him a smack in the head, which may or may not loosen up Uh, his uh, willingness to be seduced by the force. Yeah. Well, maybe like your concentration level versus theirs kind of thing.
0: Possibly with a well-placed punch to the head from Chewbacca to make him more compliant. The Trandoshan falls under the influence of Jenks. He tells the Trandoshan that he was their prisoner, but now he's escaped and he needs a speeder to come pick him up. Removing the restraints, the Trandoshan, who we learn is called Smug, uses his wrist comm to call for a speeder. Still, under the influence of the Jedi mind trick, Smug stands in the open waiting for the hover pod to pick him up. And when it drops in over the beach, the Jedi and Chewbacca launch a sneak attack and they quickly subdue both Smug and the other hunter and commandeer the pod. Back at the treetop camp, the makeshift transmitter uh, dish, having been repaired, sways back and forth, searching for a signal before suddenly locking on to something and uh, uh, pointing the dish straight up. It uh, locks on to something as a recording of Chewy's voice plays. <laughs> it's my best Chewy. Help me. <laughs> something not, like not, my bad. Dad. not bad. Dad, Mama, Lumpy, somebody, Nala. <laughs> We cut to the Ocean uh, Citadel ship uh, and it's uh, two Oceans wait on the landing pad talking amongst themselves. One of them remarks that the hover pod should have been back by now. And uh, just on cue, the pod floats into view and Ahsoka, Chewie, and Jinx leap off and attack. Jinx catches one of the Oceans with a flying kick to the face uh, sending him reeling back while Chewie grabs the other hunter and flings him overboard. Ah! Street pizza. Yeah. The dazed hunter screeches incomprehensibly. It's another one of these that like lizard. Yeah. 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 The raptor screech. I assume it's, it's Dosh. I guess yeah. the, the Trandoshan language. <laughs> Alerting the other Trandocians on the ship, including Garnak, who screams, kill them, kill them. I want their skins. Under fire from two of the hunters, Chewie flips one of the hover pods. And then he, and the Jedi take cover behind it. When one of the hunters uh, tries to board a second pod, Ahsoka and Jinx use the force to toss the pod at the two shooters on the deck. A quick melee ensues as the Trandoshans try to regroup and shoot their attackers, but then Omer strafes the deck with the commandeered pod, sending everyone scrambling. Now Garnak mans a repeating blaster mounted on a railing and fires a volley at Omer, Uh, but he misses. Uh, Meanwhile, Chewie, Ahsoka, and Jinx continue their melee on the landing pad. Firing a second volley at Omer, Garnak manages to damage the pod, and it crashes onto the landing pad, sending everyone tumbling. But it's the Trandoshans that recover first, and before Chewie and the Jedi can get up, they're held at gunpoint. Garnak hisses at them from the upper deck, calling it a valiant effort, especially for Ahsoka she will be his prize trophy in his collection and just when you think all is lost the rumble of an engine can be heard as chewy points up above them and an assault ship descends specifically it's the halo a boto jeff <laughs> ss-54 assault ship owned by the zabrak bounty hunter suji suji and her partner serapes are uh, at the flight controls while General Tarful and several other armed Wookiees stand ready to fight. A few of the Wookiees, including Tarful, fast rope onto the Citadel and lay down a barrage of covering fire, which allows Chewie and the others to get back to their feet. Garnak tries to use the mounted repeating blaster on the attacking ship, but the Wookiee door gunner disables it before he can touch it. Together with the Jedi, Tarful and Chewbacca begin to overpower the Trandoshans on the landing pad, so Garnak retreats back into the Great Hall. With a boost from one of the Wookiees, Ahsoka vaults to the upper deck, and she enters the Great Hall in search of him. The trophy is, uh, sir, go ahead. Into the Hall of Horrors. Yeah, the- <laughs> this was the creepiest of creepy uh, in the last episode. It doesn't get any better in this one either. No, no. No, it's still creepy. Um, <clears throat> the trophy room, is, uh, the trophy laden room, I should say, is dimly lit by skylights in the roof, uh, but Garnak is nowhere to be seen. So making her way deeper into the chamber, Ahsoka continues this game of cat and mouse when she gets behind the throne that happens to be adorned with the wampa head and fur Garnak reveals himself on the ledge above and behind her. And, uh, with an ax raised high, he leaps down but Ahsoka's Jedi senses and reflexes are sharp, and she deftly pulls a reverse somersault between Garnak's legs before kicking him in the chest and vaulting out of the way. Then, with a double-handed force push, she levels Garnak against a wall draped in Wookiee pelts. Now, <laughs> <clears throat> outside, the remaining two Trandoshans trade fire with the Wookiees on the deck. One, uh, when one of them is gunned down, the other pauses for a moment, Uh, which is enough for Jinx to focus on the hover pod uh, that they were using for cover and uses a force push to move the pod, exposing the last shooter with the cover now gone. The Hunter is gunned down by one of the Wookiees inside the great hall. Ahsoka and Garnak square off again, but when Ahsoka tries to force push him for a second time, Garnak craftily uses his claws to dig in and he holds his ground. Very smart, by the way, Mm Then he attacks, tossing Ahsoka like a rag doll. Leaping on top of her with a knife, uh, Ahsoka catches his arm with both hands and she fights for her life, the blade just centimeters from her face. Then deflecting his strike off to one side, Ahsoka manages to get out from underneath him and she kicks Garnak in the shoulder, knocking him off balance before kicking the knife out of his hand. Very astute, by the way. She's learned Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. But the Great Hall is Garnak's home turf, and they continue to fight, and he manages to grab... uh, Sorry, as they continue to fight, he manages to grab a rifle from a nearby table. But Ahsoka manages to dodge the fire, and once again, she force pushes him. She's very reliant on this whole force push thing. Hmm. But it kind of works. It does. She uses it in the Disney Infinity (laughs) game, too. Yeah, yeah. This time, uh, Garnak is uh, thrown uh, backward over the table uh, where he got the rifle from, Leaping up onto the table, Ahsoka points a finger at him and says, You're beaten! Garnak hisses back, You murdered my son, and you need to pay for what you've done. But Ahsoka isn't having any of it, as she tells him that Dar died because of Garnak's actions. True. Garnak, it is true. It's absolutely true. His own father sent him to his death. Yep. Garnak stares at the rifle on the floor just behind him, and Ahsoka warns him, Don't! But the Trandoshan is consumed with his revenge and he lunges for it. And with another force push, Ahsoka shoves him outside, uh, out through the double doors of the Great Hall and uh, over uh, one of the railings of the Citadel where he falls Not even the
2: railing boat. could save him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a strong force push. <laughs> where he falls to his death on the landing pad below. Yeah, railings don't save everybody's lives. Hmm. <laughs> Well, back at the Jedi Temple, the havoc rests on a landing pad while the younglings and the Wookiees mingle around. Anakin apologizes for Ahsoka's abduction, calling it his fault. But Ahsoka reassures him that it wasn't his fault, that he did everything he could. She reflects that while she was out there getting hunted, all she had was the lessons and the training that Anakin had had imparted to her. And because of that, not only was she able to survive, she was able to lead others to survive as well. Unsure of what to say, Ahsoka bows as she thanks Anakin. A gesture he returns with, "You're welcome, my Padawan." And as the episode closes with a the episode closes with a pensive Yoda uh, watching as both Anakin and Ahsoka walk back into the Jedi Temple together. Yeah. So, uh, what do we think of that one, guys?
1: It it echoes Plo Koon's uh, words from the last from episode. the last one, yeah. If
0: you trained her well, she'll get back. She'll come back to you. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a big contrast to uh, everything that she went through in the uh, um, the episode where she uh, got all the pilots killed. Yeah. Um, having learned, I think she learned the lessons from that one. And yeah. And now she's, she's applied that. Yeah. Um, and again, her, her boundless uh, well of hope really did sort of serve her well in this one. Yeah. Even in the moments where she was kind of Like you saw that moment in the, in the treetop camp where she's like, she's got her head in her hand and she's like, just doesn't know what to do, but it's just, it's such a temporary thing because she's right back into, okay, then what's the plan? Yeah. And then they, they get on with it.
2: She has a similar conversation with Anakin after they, uh, she embarrass off here trapped in that uh, Trandoshan maze. Yeah. In the under, like where they're, you know, and they have to use their wits to escape. She almost has the identical conversation with Anakin at the end. Sure, sure. I survived because of your training.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I'm going to hand the uh, the con over to Andy as we uh, move into uh, the next one. Yeah. Oh, what do we got going on over there? Did I do that? Oh, no, no I did, did that. that. Okay, I'm like, what happened over there? <laughs> I did <it. laughs>
1: So uh, our next episode is season five, episode 17, Sabotage. It is 105th
0: chronological chronologically. Chronologically. Uh,
1: Originally aired February 9th, 2013, and it was the 17th episode of season five, which makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, Right off the hop, this episode is uh, is some of the beats in this episode are the mirror of uh, Revenge of the Sith, that opening Starfighter battle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I really Um, liked.
2: It's also a big jump uh, is in terms of her what disney considers her, her essential episodes yeah probably yeah, yeah, give you 10 more in between yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously but uh it it does tie into the last episode and i'll tell you there's a there's a way that they're um they share a similarity and that there's no lightsabers in either of these episodes
0: oh that's right
1: there isn't is there <laughs> Uh, the description reads: Anakin and Ahsoka investigate a deadly bombing at the Jedi Temple. And I really like the opening quote on this one because it it really encompasses the whole thing, and it's sometimes even the smallest doubt can shake the greatest belief. That is
0: so uh, that is so poignant to her character overall, and yeah. and how it relates to her later on in the season. Yeah. Um, yeah
2: this I really this, is the beginning of the end for her
0: yeah this is the one that lays the groundwork for, for her exit. Future. yeah yeah yeah. but uh we
1: open on an attack run to the surface below and anakin and ahsoka are in the lead and she's more confident now in these types of situations citing to anakin that she knows the drill master yeah it's like yeah, it's, it's like, a old like, hat for yeah, her yeah she's been in more than mm-hmm. one of these now but uh, her piloting skills have evolved as well as she evades a missile and uh, it turns out it drops a bunch of buzz droids, and while she manages to like skirt them all, Anakin is just covered by them, and like, uh,
0: comedically so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not a problem for long as he dispatches them with the force, but uh, he missed several, and he rolls over, and
0: you see the bottom, and it's just covered. Oh yeah, it's uh, like it's like pulling the the thing out of the 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 the, the bee colony. Yeah, <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But they compromise his ship and uh, an explosion renders him unconscious. And Ahsoka, she orders R2 to land the ship on a nearby ledge. And, you know, throwing caution to the wind, she just pops the canopy on her own and leaps aboard the smoking craft. And with minimal time, she cuts open the cockpit and drags him to safety
0: just as the ship plummets off the edge. I could not, you know, watching this episode, I couldn't help but think that this this is role reversal again where now ahsoka is the uh, it, it, ahsoka is very much anakin in this sequence yeah and anakin mm-hmm. is obi-wan who's been taken out mm-hmm. again yep,
2: <laughs> yeah Yep. absolutely but instantly she realized... could have been saved right here if she yeah really she wasn't slower <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but he she's been trained too well yep. uh, oh, Yeah. Oh instantly though she realizes that r2 didn't leap out with them and uh that concern for others it just rises up again but R2 still has his little leg jets, so he's
2: fine, and he pops back on yeah, the screen. Yeah. He gets off on that fake-in-his-own-death thing. <laughs> <than> R2! <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah,
1: But Anakin, he wakes up only to ask what he's missed, and realizing that he's no longer in his ship, uh, Ahsoka informs him that she saved his bacon, and he's welcome. And just then, Yoda sends a transmission that they must return to the Jedi Temple as it's been bombed. Right, And they need Anakin to help discover who done it yeah and upon returning anakin and ahsoka are informed that they must lead the investigation as it might have been a jedi who committed the bombing and they're impartial as they were off world in battle but ahsoka she holds to her belief you know as how could a jedi possibly commit such an act
0: i think that is the first big character beat for her in this episode like in in terms of her development i made some notes for this too yeah i'm just gonna look at them for a second here because i want to talk about this this is that ahsoka is still at a uh she's literally on the the precipice here uh, about to sort of fall over the edge metaphorically but as of right now like that line is it speaks to her conviction as to how devoted she is to the order that she has been like despite everything she's gone through despite the questionable teachings from anakin she is still a hundred percent invested in the Jedi as an organization. Yeah. They can do no, even route, after
2: right. like, because it's a two, Oh, it's a multi-part episode, but yeah, even at the end of this episode, um, because of the outcome of the, of Russo's findings, she's yeah. still like that belief is reinforced.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like her, because her, we will find because it the,
2: because the, at that point, the, the Jedi are absolved, right? absolved of. Yeah 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 but uh
0: but that's interesting though too because when we get to uh i guess i should maybe wait for you to we are back it just
2: breaks your heart more i just you know what i mean in terms of her character like she goes through all this oh yeah we're gonna go through yeah yeah yeah. but when we get back to the temple this and then is vindicated by that's right her beliefs only to have them shattered next next there's a there's an interesting <laughs> yeah 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 there's an
0: interesting contrast though because this is i think the first time over the course of the series that we've seen uh um some blowback on the jedi with these protests outside the temple and people are like actively calling for an end of the war yeah. and you know there's this the, the jedi are not looked at favorably by the people right now yeah mm-hmm. they're
2: and ironically to too this is more in mm-hmm. line uh, The way that they're investigating a crime is yeah. more in line with what the Jedi were meant for. Yeah, ironically, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is the the Jedi of the High Republic. Sure, sure. Yeah. Exists, you know. Yeah. I think you know. press precedent for the um the uh, Mandalorian season three's cop episode.
0: I was going to say that the I, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the manover stuff too because. I couldn't help watching this investigation and thinking about the, uh, that exact same episode and not, not from that the perspective of the Mandalorian characters, but the droid characters and how they were like, you know, they're so eager to serve. We talked about droids being sort of more pet-like and this Mm -hmm. really ties into that. Like this guy is so, so this guy, this droid Russo, he's so switched on and he's so astute in how he says, when he talks about uh, wanting to interview the, the, the witnesses alone because the Jedi are out of favor. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's cool. The, the dichotomy between biological and droid in, yeah. over the, I mean, the are, you,
2: are you catching the uh, constant lifting of the, the eyeglasses and putting them back down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like David Caruso on the Miami. <laughs> That's wicked. That's wicked. Yeah. So she's
1: still holding to her belief how a Jedi could possibly commit such an act and become a traitor. But Anakin then reminds her that uh, there are political idealists among them and one can easily become the other, just like Count Dooku or General Krell. That's right.
0: Yeah. Oh, Palm Krell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They then meet the analysis droid Russo ICS, who has uh, been assigned by Mace Windu to help them. And Anakin instructs the droid to take Ahsoka to help interview the witnesses, but like you said, he's hesitant based on the rumors that it's a possible Jedi trader. Yeah. But Anakin insists and says, you know, you can see on a face here that she's thankful at this point for, for her faith or for his faith in her. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. doesn't matter the public opinion,
0: his faith in her is not swayed. He's very particular about this whole, like the droid insists that, you know, he's more effective singularly and that, that, it's that whole droids are superior to human beings in in many ways. Yeah, but he's mm-hmm. so insistent on like, no, you'll take her anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw a droid interrogation in in. Uh, I was gonna say in, Andor.
0: In, uh, it, well, there was that, or, uh, yeah. or in season three of Mando, sorry. the the um, the uh, parole droid. Yes. <laughs> so it was an interview.
1: Yeah. And it's very cold and uncaring, right? And you yeah, add in a, yeah, yeah. A, a humanoid element, and that brings back that, uh you know, more personal connection, I guess. I think so. Yeah. But in the infirmary, survivors question if a Jedi could be responsible. And Russo tells Ahsoka that fear makes every, even the most trusting individual, irrational. Mm. And uh one of the other survivors actually gives them a lead just as Anakin arrives and uh, Anakin relays that he feels the anger and fear building in the temple, just at the thought that it could be a Jedi traitor.
2: Yeah. It's
0: interesting that he I would, turns inward on this. Yeah.
2: I would think that um, like a, a scoop, a line of his from attack of the clones. I would think that him being assigned to this is um, their, their way of having him prove that Jedi didn't do it. It's implied in there. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, with their lead in hand, they press on and they go back to the hangar and they posture how a temple worker could do this. And it's at this point, Ashoka's belief, it starts to crack, briefly entertaining the notion that it could have been a Jedi. But focus is quickly shifted when Russo discovers debris covered
0: in nanobots. Another, uh, again, another link to that episode. Uh, I'd forgotten that it was nanobots in this episode, to be honest. I'm like, wait a minute. Somebody was watching this show and paid attention. Yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> upon further search, they find what little remains of their suspect and uh, all is left is a hand, but it contains nanobots in the blood leading to the conclusion that the worker was the bomb. Yeah. And upon investigating the worker's home, They find that he'd been fed the nanobots. And when his wife arrives rather grim,
0: yeah, they attempt to take her in for questioning, but she runs. It makes you wonder, was he a willing participant or not? I don't think he was. No, I mean, I think she knew where he was going to be in the, in the, in the at home. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She knows where it works, right? But I mean, extremism in all of its forms, like you never know what somebody will or won't do. I mean, true the number of suicide bombers that you know that have in human either of the course of h- human history i still there is a part of me that wonders like was he a willing participant and just did it knowing that he was going I out mean, of saying,
2: like knowing what we know it's a bit meta but having watched what comes in the future of this yeah you know that a jedi putting a lightsaber to your throat would probably yeah. prompt you to do some crazy uh, you, you might. yeah
0: you <laughs> might like okay okay yeah
1: as she goes on the run once again it's ahsoka who gets ahead of her while anakin's playing catch up right so you know she is taking those lessons employing them and surpassing him
0: really yeah she's really taking the lead on this investigation and and hank you said like this is very traditional jedi work and it turns out she's pretty good at it
1: yeah and at the same time right like she's she's in it for her beliefs. Yeah. 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 Right. She's motivated. A good,
2: a good way of thinking about Jedi, um, is that they're meant to be more like police officers than, than soldiers. Uh,
0: Yeah. 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 Neutral sort of here to, you know,
2: keep the peace, peace officers, keep
0: the peace. They're not soldiers, but, uh,
1: when the wife lets it slip that she knows her husband, Jakar is dead. And they're trying to pin his murder on her. They've caught her in a lie. But after admitting she did feed her husband's, the nanobots, she tells them that uh, they don't know what they're getting into. And, oh yeah. And yeah, that's right. So, you know, implying there's something deeper going on, but later Russo relays that uh, no further nanobots have been found in the temple. And according to the footage, the husband Jakar was alone and yeah. seemingly clearing the Jedi. Yeah. acted alone. Yeah. Yeah. And for the moment, Ahsoka's faith is restored, but yeah, for the moment, yeah. Mace Windu, he comes in and notes that uh, public opinion is starting to turn against the Jedi. Thanks to the war, which causes Ahsoka to pause on the thought of what if, Yeah, what if it was a Jedi, but Anakin mm. notes that some Jedi will disappoint them, but he reassures her that as long as they keep the faith in the good Jedi who fight for what's right, it makes it all worthwhile. Mm
2: but isn't that like a gut punch when you consider what yeah what you yeah
0: knowing his uh, trajectory <laughs> yeah
2: all those words ring in her ears too yeah, you know? yeah. Like and everything he's ever said to her weighs on her when we get to her in live action yeah it yeah it's just a bag of, of of weight uh of these lessons
1: yeah there's
0: a lot of baggage there
1: to uh unpack for her yeah and at the end of it that is it it's the what if and it you can see it on her face the what if is yeah. haunting her
0: yeah yeah, and not and not to get too far ahead of this too, because, because and we're we are going to get there because those are the next episodes. Yeah, I, the I next think.
1: three follow. Yeah, this, this
0: trajectory. It's that, and we do. I mean, we've all seen it by now. We're just we're going through it sort of a little more microscopically. But like by the time we get to the to the reality that oh yeah that that Ahsoka is cleared of the crime that it wasn't her, you know the reality that f- from a certain point of view Barriss Offee was right. Yeah. You know that the Jedi had turned away from their roles as peacekeepers, yeah, and
2: there's an extension of that Dooku's right, like it's yeah. it's yeah, yeah, it's a common theme that the the Sith don't seem to lie <laughs> they they seem to tell <laughs> truth from a certain point of view, and we get that from obi-wan constantly too, like all the time yeah and and that's where I think the the grayness of things lies, yeah, is yeah. that there's these individual interpretations of these tomes if you will you know yeah yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how if anything interests me in the ray movie coming up how she's going to interpret these ancient lessons and I try to that, bring you know, them forward I, I think we're in a very
0: interesting position with that because it's it's this uh, the tomes right these ancient jedi texts are not necessarily tied to existing star wars canon because we don't really know anything about them yeah you know, no. like the, the line between Yoda and uh, and Luke, you know, well, did you read them? Well, page turners, they are not. Page turners, they are not.
2: <laughs> right, right. I mean, this is like... But I at the same at this, time, there's the flip side of that where he's like, already does she possess everything she needs to know? And it turns needs, out yeah. that's a physical object. Mm-hmm. I feel like the...
0: Yeah, exactly, the, that she has them, that the knowledge is still there. I wonder if these are going to be more tied to and we've we've explored this a little bit just scratching the surface in previous episodes that like the the jedi the proto jedi the first mm-hmm. user, the first people to sort of uh ha- sta- or uh,
1: connect with
2: the force yeah 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 that they won't yeah.
0: necessarily be so dogmatic
1: yeah
2: i i can only imagine that the, just the way they announced the movies yeah yeah uh with the the the, the other uh the james mangold Yep. Uh, proto jedi movie that oh that right, right. Though, that they'll be those two things will be intertwined like bookmarks yeah, you know, like, yeah I agree with that um uh, have her returning to these origins that we don't even know about but are just learning about kind of you know
0: I know uh, how excited I was as we were winding down rebels and we we spent so much time with with Kanan towards the end and his his last last last. Uh, lessons coming from the Bendu. I was so excited that okay, we're gonna go like he says it right. I'm what's in the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. Your last lessons are from this ancient force user who's neither light nor dark, and we didn't explore that <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. I was
2: so yeah, disappointed. You 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 kind of get to explore it in in the way Kanan finishes his arc. Um. Yeah. He he embraces that different like he's in love with a woman yeah that's not a jedi thing at all and it's part of his personality it's it's intrinsic to who he is whereas you know like you could say that about han solo and leia but you couldn't say that about luke or any other jedi maybe anakin uh because you know that that being part of the, the majority of his fall although i think that the ahsoka uh Angle is is way deeper in terms of the way they told the story. Yeah, I, th- I think that resonates more with me. I, than, I know this uh,
0: doesn't uh, specifically relate to Ahsoka, but I just I have a question um specific. And you've what have you have you finished Rebels yet? Not quite. But okay, not so getting there. Ha- let me ask you, Hank. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> let me ask you, Hank. Did Kanan Jarrus know that that Hera was pregnant
2: before he died? So I don't. I'm gonna say yes, but not because he specifically knew that. There's a moment at the end of Rebel. Sorry, Andy, but there's a moment <laughs> you waited too long. There's a moment when he holds back that 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 energy, yeah, and he throws Hera back into the ship and throws the yep. ship out of the way. Yep, he gets his sight back. That's his right. His eyes return right. yeah. to normal. Yeah. And that's that's because not because he can see physically, but because he's connected with all things in the force. Yeah. He he's, he becomes his destiny in that moment. And 100% he knows, he knows everything in that moment. Interesting. I was more in the curious in the conventional sense, because I kind of see him as being
0: like the, uh, you know, what could, could Anakin and Padme successfully raised a family if he had left the order and just ran away with her. Maybe I think that Hera and Kanan would have, I believe yes. they would have been, yeah, uh, a, a normal family.
1: So, since we know Hera will be returning for the Ahsoka. that's
0: right. So, I mean, the the uh, the opportunity to have Jason come back is there, and it's certainly one of the things
2: that it's I'm tiny little for. hand in that trailer. That well, I sure hope so. trying to move a cup with the force. Sure, <laughs> hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah And
0: that that lead. I mean, that's one of the other things that we're kind of hoping for, at least that I'm hoping for. This kind of came up in some of the the Star Wars groups that I kind of work in um there was a one of them had asked what are some of the things that you want to see from the live action ahsoka series and i'm like well if a reunion between uh force ghost anakin and ahsoka isn't in the cards then i don't know like that has to be in there somewhere whether it's Mm -hmm. season one or later seasons
1: well at this point
0: we know she's you know studied with luke for a bit so yeah that
1: you know
2: force ghost luke isn't out of the question either yeah going oh, back to the Jason
1: Luke thing. is out of the question because Mark. He's Campbell not a ghost. Is, yet. Yeah.
2: Oh, he, that he does,
1: is he, correct. He's about to do his fall. That's, right. And, solo, that's right. right. and then go you off to the island. Man, and, I
0: guess so. I guess correct.
2: that's true. Yeah, you're right.
0: I would be interested to see if Ahsoka has uh, a guiding hand in young Jason's uh, path. I think that would be
2: interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that she might be this voice of uh, careful, careful, careful.
1: Like she was yeah. with Rogu. Uh, you well, see her didn't reluctance want to train. To want to
2: train. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, and then therein maybe is uh, maybe there's some uh, failure with Jason <laughs> that would maybe spur that. I've you know maybe she's half talking about Anakin, half talking about the yeah offspring of of Cain and Jairus. Maybe I mean, the the best thing, the thing that gets me going the most is that they're they're playing with time on us. Because none of us knows exactly when that epilogue from Marvel occurs. (laughs) And that's so... Lauren said it this morning. She's like, what if that's the end of season one of Ahsoka? (laughs) Oh, yeah, really? (laughs) Like... like, (laughs) It could
0: very well
1: be. It it could very well be. They could cast Ezra Bridger and just flashback him.
0: Well, they already have. They've already cast him. No, I know, and like just
2: yeah. all
1: we get is flashbacks
0: through the live action. Series. Well, I mean, it would be it would be a he, shame I mean, to know that they've cast him, and all we
2: get is that hollow image of him. Hologram. If that's what a we got, like what a MacGuffin. If the yeah, whole really. series is on finding Ezra Bridger,
0: and yet it it could very well be that I actually thought that that's I didn't think that Thrawn was going to come back. I actually thought that we were going to go after him in the unknown because. That's like carte blanche to do whatever you want, but
2: now it's the other way around. There's new uh footage, new photographs today from the E Entertainment the Empire,
0: uh, the yeah. Empire Magazine covers. Empire. So, uh, um, yeah. but you're gonna have to come back on Tuesday night for random fandom, but uh, to see them if okay. you haven't already,
2: <laughs> I've seen Sabine's yeah, sure. got
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the newsstand and the subscriber uh exclusive covers. Yeah, we, we definitely saw those. Um Excellent. Well, guys, listen, that uh I think that kind of wraps up uh tonight's uh journey down the uh the road to the Ahsoka, as it were. Uh that's two more in the in the can. We've got several more weeks uh to go. And I'm sure that uh next week is gonna look somewhat similar to this where we mm. split things up and kind of next one in the queue is the Jedi Who Knew Too Much. Mm. Yeah, which is uh directly related
2: to what we just what sequel. we just went through there yeah yeah is it uh, too more, three, out there, uh
0: three more yeah
1: three more that are related to this directly related yeah. to this one
2: <laughs> both both people that are out there and if you're watching this later on uh go see the new spidey movie before spoilers spoil it because there are yeah. some cool things spoilery things in there that uh right. you should check out in the first little bit because otherwise <laughs> I'm sure it's going to come up on Tuesday night. People,
0: someone's going to ask if we've seen it yet. So um, that'll be your opportunity to come and talk about the movie, Hank, uh, on Tuesday, because I'm, okay. I'm okay. sure somebody will ask. And oh. if you're going out to the theaters, make it a double feature, because right now, there's a lot to see right now. There is
1: a lot to see, yeah. but Raiders mm-hmm. of the Lost Ark Oh,
2: Raiders is back in is theaters. Bad. Yeah. For a limited, limited run. Yeah. Watch yeah. that last night. Yeah. Yeah. Still holds up. Well, I, I, it's only been four months, probably, since I watched it. Anyway, but it still holds up. Yeah. Well.
0: All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight on uh, on your Sunday evening. I hope that uh, this was as entertaining for you as it was for us. Look forward to uh, hanging out with you guys. Uh, you know, every every what, couple uh, couple times a week, as we do. As I said, uh, do come back and see us on Tuesday night when we host our uh, Tuesday night random phantom. That's the show where we talk about. Uh, pop culture and entertainment headlines from uh, the previous week. Lots to talk about this week. We can't cover everything, though, so I do encourage you to come back with your, uh, bring your own uh, entertainment and uh, pop culture stories with you. Because, like I said, we don't cover everything, and maybe you got something that you want to talk about. You and can call in. Works now. Yeah, I was gonna say you can always hit us up in the live chat on whatever uh, platform that you're watching on. Of course, we do have the. Uh, the custom uh, WhatsApp link. It's in the description of every video. So you can uh, call in live and uh, be a part of the Mm -hmm. show and the show will go on, but not tonight. This is it for me guys. I think that's it for you guys. Everybody good to go anymore for anymore, sir.
2: No, that was awesome.
0: All right, guys. Well, listen, hopefully we'll see you on Tuesday night. If not come back next week, as we do this uh, road to Ahsoka thing uh, all over again. Uh, But until then, everybody, uh, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And we'll uh, catch you on the next one, guys. And bye for now.
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.